it can feel like sometimes that the world is just spinning out of control. Like there's never enough time, especially if you work a nine to five, especially if you're one of those Muslims out there, you're trying to do it all right, like have a career or maybe it's unique, but like you really need to feel like you're taking care of yourself, but you're not. I know how that feels. I know how that feels when you just feel like there's just so much and there's no time for you. But guess what? Today I have 10 simple ways to live slower, even though you've got that nine to five. Let's do it. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you twice a week, Mondays and Fridays, and topics that you care about. Now, you guys know I'm super busy right now. I'm getting ready to go uh, leave the country within probably 24 hours, and I want to tell you I have you on my mind. I have you on my mind because I know life is crazy, and it can feel like there is no time for you. I don't care what age you are, if you have kids, you don't have kids, you're married, you're unmarried. It can just feel like, especially if you have a nine to five, that there's just no time for anything. And so um, let this, this podcast could probably be even used for women who don't have a nine to five, but let's just say women who are incredibly busy. So we're going to give you 10 ways to slow down, live a little slower even though you got that nine to five in this podcast. For those of you who already know, I'm a mom of five, um, a big sister to the community, a licensed educator of 20 plus years, always come to you guys on topics that will help us to thrive as Muslims, not just survive, right? So that's what we got going on today. We're gonna show you some tips on thriving a bit more, not feeling like you're just trying to get through the day. And inshallah, bismillah ta'ala, I want you just to, rem- to remind you to get excited for Ramadan. We have tons of YouTube uh, videos coming out about Ramadan prepping, not just like kitchen prep, guys. I know that's big. But as the weeks that lead up to Ramadan, little small moves you can be doing to put yourself in a good place mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually before then. All right? So let's get into it. Today, doing the 10 things you could do to live slow, I'm just going to like knock them out. And, um, oh, one last reminder, because I'll be um, I'll be flying in the next one. I'll, I'll uh, give you a short podcast. Is going to be the one right before the book club. Don't forget, sisters, the book club is on. We're doing Women Around the Messenger. It's really, really lovely. And we have some co-hosts. And we're going to have two surprise co-hosts this weekend. Inshallah, bismillah ta'ala, Sunday, 10 a.m. The book club list is closed for those who are ready. We're trying to get on. We had opened it for about six weeks. So now it's closed. I'm so sorry. But for those who are in there, definitely excited. And we are reopening Thrive Muslima right before Ramadan. Because we're going to have a big old party inside there. We have so many speakers. I think we have 12 right now. So very excited between that. We're going to have games. We're going to have a virtual Eid. We're going to have a ton of social events, just like hang out and connect with sisters, Quran teachers, um, Quran sessions to help you. If you speak Arabic, don't speak Arabic. We have it all. So excited to have that party with you guys during Ramadan to get closer to one another, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Quran, and leave Ramadan having our best Ramadan yet. Excited, excited. Uh, last announcement is we are opening up the mentorship. If you want to do a mentorship with me during Ramadan, like this very, very amazing time of the year, getting really close and talking about your personal goals and habits and how we can get you in line and how you can use this Ramadan to the maximum that you ever have before. That will be opening up in just a couple weeks as well for registration. So I'll let you know. All right. So the first one I would give you as a suggestion is to stretch 
your body when you wake up. We don't realize how tense our muscles get because we're always so anxious. You know, things happening, happening. I am personally guilty of this. And you know that I have mentioned in my morning routine, one of the things I do is stretch. In my morning routine from 2019 on YouTube, you did not see me stretching. And the difference there was realizing I had to stretch to relax my muscles. When my muscles are relaxed, I feel emotionally more relaxed. And so it might seem like, I don't have time to do that. Wake up five minutes earlier. I tell this to people all the time. When you have to incorporate things for you, unfortunately, sometimes when you have these other responsibilities, you just got to wake up a little earlier. And then some people say, but I hardly sleep at all. I'm tired. Guys, I get it. I get it. I go through the same things. But we got to think about it. If I'm waking up and not doing that, the rest of my day is going to be super stressful. And my day is super stressful because I'm not doing it. So like there has to be some point where we cycle interrupt. So you get up earlier, it'll get it so it's less stressful. It'll get it so you can sleep better because you're more relaxed during the day. So something's got to give. If you got to get up five minutes earlier to stretch, it's okay. Eat breakfast without your phone. That's number two. For some reason, we have this thing now. Well, while we're eating, we have to scroll. I think, again, we've all been guilty of it at some level, but mindfulness, Marhaba, is all about grabbing back your consciousness. So many women talk to me about, I don't know how this is happening. I don't we're not even conscious of what we're doing. So we're like not properly chewing the food and then we have poor digestion. And then also it's like we're putting in all this stuff in our brain while we're eating. So it's just the nourishment kind of goes out the window as we kind of fill our spirit and our emotion, everything full of all this garbage from the internet. And I'm sorry, I know sometimes there's just some really pretty pictures and cute, funny things, but there's a lot going on that's just distracting us from your true purpose, right? Don't we want to get there? So let's not get distracted first thing in the morning. Those first moments are important. Use those to do something else. Grab a book, you know? You know, do whatever you have to do. Have a conversation with another human being, you know? Just have your thoughts. Write out your to-do list. Like, try to do something other than just grab your phone. Think about what would be most beneficial to you, right? Maybe talk to your kids. Laugh with your kids if you have kids. Number three, take 10 minutes to properly do skincare. I know when it feels like there's no time, but listen, sis, doing your face, making yourself feel clean and nourished and hydrated, it all goes back to like what I said before, something's got to give. We have to cycle interrupt because right now we have ourselves in a cycle. We're not taking care of ourselves. We're not fixing our hair. We're not doing our skincare. We're not even getting proper sleep. Like there has to be a point where we're like enough is enough. Let me do me. I deserve it. And when I'm in a good state, everyone else will be in a good state. So I have suffered from this too. And so um, at the end of the day, making a routine, a morning routine, that's one of the things we're going to work on, for example, in the mentorship program is that making sure we have solid routines. A lot of people wonder why they're inconsistent and unmotivated and they're not productive. It's usually a lot of times connected to the way they use their time and their routine. And one of the things I'm going to focus on, especially in the first one or two sessions with all the women that are in there and get personally mentored by me is to like create your schedules and get feedback and give feedback and, you know, back and forth about like why schedules work or don't work and kind of hash it out on your own personal schedule with me. So looking forward to that. And this is one of those things. You got to put that in there. And if you feel like you can't, we can talk about it, you know. Okay, number four, sip your coffee. Don't chug it. <laughs> you know, hot liquids, chugging, not sure that's the best idea. But still, the point is, you know how it goes. We're like, oh, oh, got to go. Something like, like try to, 
I don't know what it is, especially in the West. I was watching something with my husband the other day. Like so many other countries, like I'm talking mostly US, Canada, UK, we're kind of guilty of this. Um, there's, we're just so like, go, go, go work. And we don't slow down and enjoy life and conversations. The pace of life is just so, oh, it's just so difficult. It's like you live to work and you work to live and there's no life and I myself feel that. I keep telling my husband, I don't know, maybe I need to leave this country because it's just like, I don't feel like the quality of life aspect. Do you, do you know what I mean? And so it goes down to the coffee. <laughs> like people in certain parts of the, you know, the world, they're sipping their coffee slowly and chatting or sipping their tea and chat. Like, you know, like, so at least sip it. Don't chug it, sis. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> and again, there we go with the indigestion. But like, no, seriously, just the small things in life. You deserve and enjoy it. Number five, get some fresh air during a break or after work. Fresh air is, oh my goodness. Sometimes I'm just stuck in the house doing so much work, whether it's housework or work for my Fumasima. And then I'm like, I just tell the kids, let's go. Let's jump in the car. We're out of here. We go outside. We go to the park. We get the fresh air. Oh my goodness. The difference alone. Or when the warm weather sets in, I cannot wait. I set up my backyard. I bring the computer out there. I work outside. Or I just shut the computer and I walk around. I just kick the ball around with the kids or I take a walk outside, you know, and it's just does a huge difference for some reason that nature connecting with the creation of Alyssa Penna and Thayla. If you're feeling stressed, anxious, whatever, I really do suggest if you're able to, to take a walk, even if it's chilly. Right now I'm saying this to you is I'm literally staring at icicles hanging from the tree in my backyard, talking about like get outside. And I know in the winter that's really tough. So on a day where it's warm enough, take a brisk walk around, even just getting that air in your lungs, even if it's chilly air will really, really do the body good. All right. Number six, put your phone on do not disturb. I don't know what it is. Okay. So I'm old school. Back in the day, there was a time where we didn't have cell phones. Yes, I was alive during those times. Yeah. Dating myself. But here's the thing. It was crazy because like you couldn't be found. <laughs> like people are like, you know, where is she? People that you had to go to a pay phone to call somebody. No, wait, hold up. I got one better. Maybe you had a beeper. I had a beeper. Because, you know, you did new people to people to find you. But here's the thing. I just want to remind everyone. I know we have this, like, phone on my hip. People have to reach me every second of my waking being. But here's the thing. For thousands of years. No, hold up. Probably hundreds of thousands. Wait, millions of... People did not have cell phones. And guess what? Civilizations survived. All right? So we're a little bit too attached to them. We act like everybody needs us. But I think we need the phone. So let's just be honest about it. And have times of your day where it's do not disturb. Mine is usually when I'm homeschooling my kids between 10 and 1. It's not always a promise, but usually that's when it is. It's like I'm focused on the kids. Everybody else can go away. I tell them all not to message me then, but it still happens. But then when they when they get me, I'm like, hey, don't don't you remember I told you I, I do that thing? So I'm not by the phone. Then they're like, oh, yeah. So people will get over it. It'll be okay. And you'll be fine. You need to get away from the phone. I need to get away from the phone. In Ramadan, put in your mind. You need to block those times out and message people. Look, I'm shutting the phone at this time because I'm connecting with Allah instead of TikTok. I'm connecting with Allah instead of YouTube and Netflix and whatever it is and being all day on WhatsApp. Like, get off of the thing and live life. Like, what if, all, you know, you know, guys, I watched this one movie on Netflix. It was like an episodes or series one time. I think it was called Revolution. Did anybody see that one? It was like everybody's cell phone died. There was some type of burst of explosion and there was no internet anymore. I don't know, but it was kind of sad because I thought about it. Some of the moms had pictures of their kids on their phones and they were disconnected from their kids. So they, 
you know, like, I guess this big explosion happened, like, whenever um, they were, like, one mom was traveling for work, and she was, like, in the UK, and her kids were back in the US, and, and then it was, like, boom, she couldn't see them anymore, talk to them, she didn't have a picture, because her phone was going to die, and she couldn't plug her phone in, because there was no electricity, it was, like, if the world was turned back tomorrow to the age of before we had all this stuff, because I think everything was shorted. Now, yeah, that might seem like a sci-fi whatever, but, I mean, Allahu alam, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, and the truth is, Imagine if we didn't have the phones. Most of us wouldn't have a life. Now, I want you to think about that for a minute. So forget all my little sci-fi nonsense. If there were no phones, would you have a life or is your whole life on your phone? Like too much of our life is on our phone. I'm not anti-phone. It's like everybody's anti-something these days. I'm not anti-phone. I use my phone myself personally on a regular basis, but I don't really need it. Like if I could throw it away tomorrow, I would not be emotionally connected to it. I'd be like, oh, kind of is going to suck to go back to 1996. You know, when I was in college, again, dating myself, um, the internet came out while I was in college, just FYI. So anyway, the point is, before then, like people could not connect. Like if there was a war, like right now, the whole thing going on, you know, may Allah make it easy with all these countries back and forth. Like we wouldn't even know what was happening. You couldn't see anything. You know, they would just tell you lies on the TV, whatever's happening. Then, you know, you're like, oh, I guess so. That's what's happening. We couldn't see in any other country what's happening. The amount of access we have to the world is incredible. Like that stuff is great, right? We can know what's, we can be hip on what's going on and we can like really, really be in the know. And that's great. But there's a point where you like, we have to emotionally, physically disconnect and not make that entire life. And we don't have human friends anymore. I mean, like, think about how much you talk on the phone compared to be, being with other human beings. And then people wonder why they're depressed. You get me? There's a real connection there. So do not disturb. Relax your brain. Everybody can go away. You're working your nine to five. You need to detach. You deserve it. Take a hot bath. Hit do not disturb. Give yourself 30 minutes at night to truly relax. How many of us at night are doing something else while we're doing something else? Like, I'm always, like, folding laundry while I'm trying to, like, you know, sit with my kids or so like, I'm, I'm like every day it's a different thing. Sometimes I just straight sit with my kids. Sometimes I straight sit with my husband, but sometimes I'm doing something else while I'm with them because I need to finish before the night's over. But that is not good to do on a regular basis at all. So we have to shut it down. Just give ourselves 30 minutes where we don't do anything that requires work. Just relax. That is not a sin. Some of us feel like, oh, but I have this. Guys, do your very best. Tell Allah, this is my body and I respect it. It's a gift and I'm resting it now. And take yourself a little rest, okay? You deserve it. So just reminding everyone of those beautiful things that feel like they never happen anymore. Like resting for 30 minutes with nothing else to do. Number eight, write down three things you're grateful every day. Now you guys know we have a gratitude journal. And it is a free downloadable like one to two page four point journaling system. By the way, super excited. So many of you guys love it and tell us how life changing it is with just our little downloadable PDF that guess what? We made it into an entire journal that is now going to be on Amazon because so many people keep asking us. It was I actually literally had no idea or desire to do that. I'm not going to lie. But everybody in my team's like, you know, they keep asking for it, right? And I'm like, I just, another thing. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. So we have a Ramadan recharge journal just for Ramadan to help you. And then we also going to have that one and that'll be out within the next maybe week on Amazon and somehow I'll link it when it comes out. But yeah, for sure. Writing down what you're grateful for soothes the soul. I do it all the time. I do it daily. And those of you who do it too have seen the benefits 
for sure. Number nine, lighting a candle. I don't know what it is. It just sets the mood, makes things seem softer, makes life seem... Don't forget to blow the candle out, ladies. We don't want any fires. Anybody blames me for that. I'm just talking like keep it in the... Do it in the proper way, but like legit. Relax. Enjoy. I don't know what it is about us as women. We have this guilt for relaxing like... Well, I should say there's some of us that over-relax and we're just like way too comfortable at relaxing. And then there's some of us that are just like, oh, but I have a... this Alhamdulillah, your body has a right over you. It's from Allah. Number 10, only prioritize three things on your to-do list outside of work. We have these laundry lists. I call it Eat the Frog. I know you guys have heard me before where I write those three major things. Most of the time, our lists are like 20 miles long. That's another thing we're going to talk about in the Ramadan uh, recharge mentorship thing that I'm going to open up. It's like... We often just don't know how to use the time. We have all this stuff, and we really could use some advice on where to put it. So first piece of advice I'm going to give you is pick the three main things that you need to get done and just do those. Those things that if you did them, you'd feel super accomplished. Like, oh my goodness, if I got nothing else done today, at least I did that. Woo, that feels so much better. That is what makes us feel good. But when we have like 30 things and we go to the easiest one first that we know doesn't really make the most impact, and then we still feel unaccomplished and oh I'm a horrible person so it's like little small moves like that that make all the difference for productivity so like I said if you want to do that I'm going to be in there in the Ramadan mentorship we're going to do a ton of that with other sisters have an awesome awesome conversation but for now I want you guys to put in your mind that from your nine to five you deserve a break you deserve to relax and matter of fact it's Monday so I encourage you to try this week on this stretch your body oh no it's Friday what am I talking about it is Friday. Look at me, forgetting what day of the week it is. You see, that happens because I'm packing for travel, ladies. When you're packing for travel and everybody is depending on you, you just forget what day of the week it is. You see? So here we go. It's the weekend. Get yourself some rest, ladies. Let's go three. Number one, stretch your body when you wake up. Number two, eat your breakfast without your phone. Number th- number three, take 10 minutes to do proper skincare. Number four, sip on your coffee. Don't chug. Number five, get some fresh air during a Uh, break or just after work before work whatever you need okay get some fresh air period put your phone on do not disturb no one is going to die they're going to be fine you deserve a break without the phone it's okay it's totally normal give yourself 30 minutes a night to truly relax do nothing shut your brain down shut your phone down just give yourself that time and then you can go back to it number eight write down three things you're grateful for every day we have the downloadable freebie www.mindful-muslima.com we're gonna have the journal come out but just find your gratitude gratitude leads to happiness number nine light a candle number 10 only prioritize three things on your to-do list that are the major things that if you do nothing else and go to those first eat the frog do the thing but relax ladies relax you deserve to relax when you are not taking care of yourself You can't take care of anyone else anyway. So we got to cycle interrupt. Stop telling ourselves we don't have time for ourselves. You matter. You're important. Have an amazing, amazing weekend. I will catch you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.